feel like you've been like a grandma though since you were 20. That's so. True. My mom told me I was born 45. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like Bella Swan. Oh my god. Welcome back to Chaotically Bookish. My name is Ashley. My name is Annabelle. And this week we thought you guys could get to know us better. Yeah. So our bookish journey, our favorite books, a quick this or that, rapid fire at the end. Yeah, just like really get to know our personal interests. Pretty much. Where we're coming from. So you can like <laughs> get a gist of when we say something that you don't agree with. You'll be like, well, yeah, I know. Annabelle's kind of a judgmental person, so I don't even want to listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, would you like to start? All right, well... My name is Annabelle. I am 26 years old. I know. I'm so off. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sakes. I mean, I'm getting close to 30. You're, you're, uh, no. <laughs> Why would you live with that mindset? Why would you live with the mindset? I'm so close to 30. I go to bed at 8.30. <laughs> I think that's pretty geriatric, man. I feel like you've been like a grandma, though, since you were 20. That's so. true. My mom told me I was born 45. <laughs> Oh, like Bella Swan. Oh my God! Yes, she's my she's my absolute um, role model she's in your life. Role model. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was born in Toronto, mm. Toronto, Canada. Scarborough. Represent four one six. And then I moved to London from when I was five to when I was. 15 years old and that's london england not london london Ontario. england yes not london <laughs> so i have a bit of a dual accent so sometimes if you guys hear me slip into something that's where it comes from <laughs> um and then i've been living in vancouver ever since i am happily engaged hmm. and i'm a huge fucking nerd <laughs> <laughs> like literally anything nerdy that's my that's my thing. D&D, high fantasy, Tolkien, you know, I'm into it. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I'm Ashley. I'm 23. I almost forgot how old I was. <laughs> and um, I've lived in Vancouver my whole entire life. I like fantasy books. I'm a writer. That's just about as exciting as I get. <laughs> You're way more exciting than that. Give yourself some credit. Whenever someone likes it, it's like, go, go tell us about yourself. I'm like, uh, I, I, I have brown hair. I have brown hair. And, um, I, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't tell you shit about my personality. I don't know why. We were talking about this the other day. You were like talking about your hobbies and you're like, yeah, Ash, what are your hobbies? I was like, I like reading. And you're like, there's so much more that you like than that. I was like, yeah, I just forget. <laughs> we're both really into Scream. Oh yeah. Like the Scream franchise, like yes. the horror movie. No, we just love screaming. No, we just like screaming. <laughs> also not wrong though. No, not wrong. Not wrong. Um, what else are we really into together? We love reading, obviously. Obviously love reading. Um, we're both, we both really like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We both really like Mario Kart. <laughs> we love Mario Kart. Oh my God. <laughs> Somehow I have gotten worse. I don't get that. I started out decent, right? I was okay. I wasn't great. I didn't know how to drift, but like <laughs> now, eighth, ninth, twelfth. <laughs> I mean, it's only like a like tiny, tiny little difference though. It's real bad. <laughs> we also really love um, Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. The amount of hours you've clocked in Animal Crossing since it's you got insane. the game. You remind me of me. <laughs> no, it's when I figured out that I could time travel, I started playing way more because I was like, well, I, you know, I have to wait. I have to order this and the next day it's going to show up. Nah. I, System settings. I time. Get, I get the love of it. I get that it's supposed to be played and it's supposed to be casual and it's anxiety free. But like, I'm trying to build a fucking library. Yeah, I, I need know. the books. And ASAP. I have to wait for these stupid bookshelves to show up in my mail the next day. And it's one at a time. Uh, you can buy mass online from just other players. I've never, I've yet to do that. It's great. <laughs> it makes all the difference. I need really? like, I needed like 12 bookcases and I just bought them off someone like with bells, like not with real money. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have the patience. Um, yeah, well, I don't know if I want to go that deep into Animal Crossing. I wouldn't. You can't come back out again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's that's another thing about me is I either play video games or I read. 
There's no in between. I don't do both. I'm not like, oh, I'll play video games till seven and then I'll read until bedtime. No, I'm like, I'm going to play video games till I black out at 3 a.m. Or I'm going to read till I black <laughs> out at 3 a.m. That's so true. Anytime I see your stories and you're like, I'm playing Witcher, I'm like, she's not going to read a book this whole week. <laughs> I haven't, since the Olympics started, I haven't touched a book. I can't believe you're so into the Olympics. I'm like the only person I know that's into the Olympics. <laughs> like, the genuinely. I, I just want to watch snowboarding. I just want to watch hockey and I just want to watch figure skating. Okay, quick question. Yeah. Summer or winter? Winter. Winter? Yeah, I only watch summer for volleyball. Volleyball? Yeah, I played growing up. Oh, there you go. Fun fact, I played volleyball. She's also a dancer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I only spent like 18 years dancing. (laughs) Girl was a ballerina. Oh, man. (laughs) There's a lot of things that are super interesting about you, but like you just, oh, we both speak French fluently. (laughs) We're bilingual. Uh, fun fact, Ashley was so, so proficient in French that she got kicked out of her French class in France. What? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I like how I'm telling her fun facts about herself. I forgot about that. Because I was the only person that like spoke French fluently. And the French teacher was like, you Get don't out. have to be here. <laughs> so I would just stay home. And all like my classmates would like, go to French class. I mean, you could have, you were literally in Paris. You could have gone anywhere. I know. I, I really could have. You could have gone anywhere. There was a day where my roommate, she like met her boyfriend somewhere because her boyfriend was doing a field school as Love well. in Paris. Yeah, in Paris. Ask me what I did. I had the full day to myself. No school, no, no roommate. What did I do? What did you do? <laughs> Nothing. I walked down the block to McDonald's, brought back the food and then watched TV in bed. Some McDo. <laughs> Got to get some McDo No in one there. believed me that they call it that. McDo. It's so stupid. McDo. <laughs> I mean, in England, we say McDonald's. McDonald's, like you really pronounce the, the Mac. Mac. But in Australia, they, what, they call it Maccas? Yeah. And we call it McDicks here. We call it McDicks here. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't we talk about that really long three-hour conversation we had that made us best friends? Oh, my God. <laughs> I like that you memory have all the lane. memories. I must have like terrible sh- like memory, just short term, long term, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think we mentioned it a little earlier, but me and Ashley, we were not like we weren't friends. We we worked at a uh, schmicky schmouch. Ha- you hated me, and I was afraid of you because yeah. you hated me. <laughs> I was like, I, don't I kind fuck of with had her. the reputation at the store that like I don't know, I was kind of like the store bitch, wasn't? I? You just you, everyone knew not to fuck with you. Yeah, you're like I'm here. I don't want to be here, but I am. And I'm going to make the best of it, but also the worst of it. So don't I know, talk to me. It was such an, it was a polar opposite. Cause like when guests would come in, I was always like, hi, welcome. How are you guys doing? How can I help you? There's nothing better than the customer service voice. <laughs> hi, welcome to the schmizmi store. <laughs> oh, it's a magical day at your schmizmi store. <laughs> Whenever, just to trigger Annabelle, I will, when I'm outside her house, I will call her and I'll be like, it's a magical <gasps> day at the schmizmi store. This is Ashley speaking. How can I help you? Peaky chain, jelly bean. Oh my god. Anyway, you were saying. Um, yeah, so me and Ashley, we were not friends, to no. say the least. She was terrified of me, and I did not like her. Nope. <laughs> because, you know, she didn't do much. I, it was my first job. I swear to she god. She just sat there and stared at the lights. They were pretty. <laughs> but one day, we happened to be closing the schmizmizmizmore yeah. together, and... We started talking, and I think you mentioned that you were in French immersion. Yeah. And, then and you I were was like, like oh my god, I was in French immersion. Yeah. And then it went to, I think you mentioned that you had a giant library in your room. I think so. And I was like, <laughs> so what? <do> I. <laughs> it was like the weirdest thing. So we bonded over the fact that we spoke French, and we bonded over books. And like, we hadn't really spoken before that. Like, we weren't like, no, friends. not at all. And then we were both like, I don't know, let's go get ice cream. We both like ice cream. And so when we sat Fun down, fact, we're both extremely lactose so intolerant. So lactose intolerant. But we're like, let's get ice cream. Fun fact, though, Annabelle was never lactose intolerant no. until she made fun of me for it. And then Karma said, fuck you, Annabelle. And the same thing happened to Ashley's boyfriend. Yeah, the same thing happened to my boyfriend. Anyone tests me and my lactose intolerance, I hate to break it to you, but you're going to get it. It's like a curse. You make fun of her, you got it. <laughs> There's some like amazing book characters with crazy powers and can curse you, and I'm just like, I give you lactose and you fuck. <laughs> it's a 
very good power. Thank you. <laughs> it's one that devastates you. You know yeah, what I mean? Permanent like, inconvenience. Like I could about a cadaver your ass and kill you. Yeah. Or I could give you lactose and tonic. It was a pain in the ass for life. Pun intended. <laughs> Yeah, but like, yeah, we got ice cream and then we started asking each other like really, really bookish questions like, oh, Team Edward, Team Jacob. And like, we both like looked each other dead in the eye and we're like, Team, Team Edward, Edward, Jacob's for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then we were both like in Slytherin. We both like liked the same things. And then she got me into a certain series <laughs> that I read that she now hates, but that we bonded I now over hate. initially. <laughs> I didn't love it, but I did enjoy it for what it was, and it was fun. It was my first, like, kind of spicy book that I've ever read, mm. and it bonded us. And, you know, and that was a sign of true friendship, because Ashley let me borrow her books that I returned in pristine condition. You did, because you're classy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only person I would let borrow a book People from my library. People are afraid of me. Like, they, they're afraid to borrow books. Like... I give books to my grandmother and she's like, I will return it as I, as you gave it to me. <laughs> she like, and like my friend, like I gave it to my friend and she like reads it with a spine barely cracked. Like she's like afraid to bend the pages and <laughs> crack the spine. No, like, yeah. Oh yeah. We, we are of the stance of if you crack your spine, you're a fucking psychopath. You're a psychopath. I get it. If it's like, like there's some super old books that I've just had forever that I'm like, you know, whatever they're floppy, they're damaged, they're ugly. Like, what does it matter? But like, a pristine if you copy? get a pristine paperback like from the store and the first thing your inclination is to just snap, snap it, it monster you know what fucks me up um people who like and like to each your own but like people who annotate or fold pages or rip pages or write in special editions or collector's editions cracked absolutely cracked like I have my collector's edition of Addie LaRue from like the UK the Waterstones edition mm-hmm. the, of the first year um, and that shit, I literally put it beautifully on my shelf and I haven't even looked at it. <laughs> He's like, I refuse to like, yeah, I don't want to ruin the pages of the binding. And yeah, if you can't tell, I'm a little insane, <laughs> but if I'm the same. Like, I don't want to. No, I just, it's a collector's edition and it's not like I'm ever going to sell my book. Like maybe my kid will one day when they, you know, when I'm dead. You never know. Like imagine this, imagine you have like once upon a time when it was, you know, before it was serious. Like you had a first edition Harry Potter and you're like cracking the spine and shit. And now it's worth like those things are worth like millions, whatever. Like can you imagine? So like, what if, what if these fancy editions of Once Upon a Broken Heart are one day worth $10 million, but I've just snapped the spine in half? I think that's asking a lot of this one, one book. I'm aware. This spinoff book. (laughs) But like, like I'm a freak about my normal, like just my normal books. I won't. The only time I'm like really careful or, or I'm not careful at all is if it if I got a paperback of a copy that I already own, then yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna like go for it. I often do that. Like if I want to annotate outside of like I use sticky notes, like yeah, little, yeah. that's fine. But like if I want to annotate, if I really want to write in, highlight, etc., I'll purchase like a paperback that I don't need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, that's that. the correct way to do it. I have upped my annotating game though. Oh. I got clear sticky notes. Are they colored clear? No, they're like transparent. So they're colored transparent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, where did you get those? Amazon. Damn. <laughs> All right. Not a plug for Amazon. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> they're so good. Like, I'll write on them and then I'll put them like exactly where I had the thought. Nice. It's beautiful. I got to find some of those because mine are like, I have this large case of just a ton of colored sticky notes and they're solid. I just, I've no. had it forever. So. And like, I'm, I could. If you a little bit to know about me, I'm an aesthetics whore. Yes. Like dark academia, that is my stuff. I live and breathe and die by that <laughs> fucking aesthetic. <laughs> but I like even bought annotate like the little tabs. I got them in like a color scheme that I like. And they're all like autumnal colors. <laughs> Those I think that looks so much especially like if you you know, super love your books and stuff like that. I feel like that looks so classy. And I only annotate like books that provoke thought. Like I'm not going through Twilight <laughs> and annotating it. 
but like like I, I I think the first book I've actually like properly annotated was the Atlas Six mm-hmm. because there was just so much information and I'm like no I gotta I gotta remember this. Speaking of the Atlas Six, like I haven't read it, but you should. My friend gave me the book for Christmas, and it's the you know the one that was self published version. Yeah. Do you do you know how much that book is going for now? No. Like three hundred bucks. What? Why? Because she has a deal now with, and it, with a new cover with a publishing house, and it's being sold on like you know Indigo, Barnes and Noble. So now this, what is considered like a really rare book because it's not sold anymore in this cover you can still get it on amazon oh well apparently not i guess not in the states then oh. and not in europe and stuff like that maybe as far as i've seen online dollar book i know and that's canadian prices yeah because i know to american if you guys are american listening 15 dollar paperback is probably a little ludicrous to you guys maybe maybe i don't know but like like we're talking we buy hard covers for 35 40 40 dollars like, yeah for adult for adult books yeah and like ya goes anywhere from like 25 to 22 30. to 25 dollars yeah. for a hardcover yeah so 15 dollar paperback is like dirt cheap to me yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i've i bought a paperback that was like 30 bucks and i was like for what <laughs> was it the graduate yeah oh my god but at least it was signed it was so <laughs> you got your money's worth i guess did i, I haven't even read it and i hear mixed <laughs> things about it like i hear people don't really enjoy it so there's that <laughs> i read this is a bit of a tangent we're oh, talking about naomi novak but i read her book um oh no what is it called oh yeah you saying you hated it i hate it uprooted it was i i hadn't heard about it, it was until bad you it was bad and i know a lot of people love it but like this is you know see i i gave you the disclaimer at the beginning annabelle's judgmental as fuck so maybe throw her opinion in the trash annabelle reads very critically very critically and i think that's like a huge difference between me and you like when i pick up a book like i always rely on annabelle because she's like she's read a book and she read it critically so i can go to her and be like tell me all about it hey is this book problematic yeah because like when i read i just get so lost and absorbed in the world and the story that I'm not like reading like super critically, which is unfortunate, but I feel like no, I did that fine. my whole degree. So I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like how she's the one with the English degree and I'm the one who reads critically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do it long enough. You're like, please no more. <laughs> if I have to critically read Jane Austen one more time, I'm going to lose it. Whereas I read Jane Austen for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we should talk about our reading styles and like books that we really gravitate towards Hmm. you go first sure uh like i said i generally strictly almost entirely only 99 point i'm gonna say 95 percent read fantasy (laughs) and that's either ya or na or at all i don't care but na is that a real genre is that is that we're gonna get into this (laughs) i mean we should shouldn't we sure um i would say so I think it should be. I think it should be. And and for those of you who don't know, NA stands for new adult. Yes. So why is young adult? And then it usually in in old well, old <laughs> standard publishing it goes young adult or adult fiction. Mm-hmm. But there's this new genre that I think they're really pushing for, which is new adult, mm-hmm. which is anyone eighteen to twenty four, I believe. The main character has to be around that age. I'd say so. It's like yeah, like upper YA. Yeah. I guess you could argue. Which has like spice. It can have spice. Darker themes. Yeah. Um more graphic yeah. language. Yeah anyway um <laughs> yeah so those are, that's pretty much it i don't really read like contemporary or just straight fiction and we've established we don't like romance yeah we haven't really we just don't <laughs> um some of my favorite books i hate getting asked what my favorite books are because then i i can't always remember um carval is like my all-time favorite trilogy it's ever. whole personality it's my whole personality <laughs> i read it like as it came out back back when it you know was coming out obviously and 2010 no later no closer to 2016 i think right 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 right. right. I, I can't i genuinely i think this you. was when i took a break from reading is when caraval came out Maybe. so i was never part of the hype yeah i loved it um and i love the spinoff once upon a broken heart six of crows is also great um i'm like i'm blanking now what my favorite books are oh i really enjoyed the inheritance games 
Oh yeah, you, you keep trying to tell me to read it. It's really fun. It's like Knives Out, but teenagers. I love Knives Out. It's good. Um, yeah. You love From Blood and Ash. I do. I, yeah. I'm a, I'm, it's less like From Blood and Ash and more just I love like vampire novels. I you always said have. vampire though. Like that's that's something I wanted to I wanted to ask you because I know you like it. I know you say that you like it because of the vampire aspect. But I read the first book and there was like barely vampires. It's, it's because it's <laughs> it's the big reveal. <laughs> spoiler alert. It's not really a spoiler. I mean like they mention it. They say like It's in the blurb, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's it goes into it more in like the second book. Sure. okay okay yeah. so the vampire lord does come into play yeah it's just it's a pretty important part okay. but, it, <laughs> but it, i know because it, it, it gets marketed as a vampire book and i'm yeah. just like what You're do you like, mean where? it's a vampire book i read the whole first book it's like barely in it's it it's like the last like three chapters of from blood and ash and then the entirety of the rest of the series <laughs> <laughs> any other things that you're like super into i can't like think of anything i know i keep putting you on the spot i know <laughs> you know me better than i do what do i like <laughs> yeah um yeah twilight oh yeah harry potter twilight got me into reading yeah but <laughs> yeah all right I well just, for yeah. me um oh no see? yeah it's so hard <laughs> well six of crows um is like my favorite i think it's my favorite book of all time i think that duology was absolute perfection like <laughs> i have this mentality that if you didn't like six of crows this is a very hot take oh no if you didn't like six of crows you're a bad person <laughs> <laughs> i don't mean that but i mean give me valid reasons why you don't like it because if you say it's boring or i was lost then like you just didn't read the book <laughs> oh my god Again, I'm I'm gonna be the one with the polarizing opinions in this podcast. <laughs> I'm just like read what you want and have fun. And Annabelle's like, you suck. You suck. You're a bad person. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm the same with you. I love fantasy. Um, I think I veer towards more like high fantasy. That's that's really my jam. I'm starting read. I'm starting to read the uh, Wheel of Time series because you watched the TV show. I did watch the TV yeah. show and I fucking loved it. But pray for me it's a uh, i think it's 14 books or oh, not worth my time <laughs> oh no but i love i love all things high fantasy i'm a big tolkien nerd i love D, so anything with elves and dwarves and you know ma- like insane magic systems you got your girl is there you know i was even like a big game of thrones person until <laughs> until <laughs> until we shall not speak of the ending of that show <laughs> But I love the book so far. I just don't think that author is ever going to finish those books because I think he wrote himself into a corner and he knows it. I would, I would also argue that. I haven't <laughs> read the books, but I, from like what I see, everyone's like, he's not writing that book. He's not. I think he wrote the next book in the series, but like he refuses to publish it. I mean, I would. Like if you had a successful book series and TV series that went to shit, like we're talking like people... Okay, I like to this day. If you bring up Game of Thrones, the TV show, with me, my blood starts to boil. Like, so does my boyfriend's. So does Nick's. He like, just I'm gets so, so angry because <laughs> like you spend so much time investing and yeah. then they wreck it. Like There's it started no in 2011. I was definitely not the age group that should have been reading <laughs> those books or watching that TV show. But um, how old was I in 2011? That was ten years ago. So I was like 16. Yeah, I was a little young. <laughs> I was a. Uh, 13 and <laughs> see the age difference is very apparent oh. when we go back yeah but like now it's not I'm so apparent to 30 oh my god <laughs> take a shot new drinking game take a shot every time animal stresses about her age <laughs> you will you will stress when you're my age uh, i'm already stressed i've been stressed since i was dude, born dude you, sa- you said i oh my god i'm gonna be 25 <laughs> I'm allowed the quarter life crisis. You've had yours already. (laughs) I had my quarter life crisis at 20. You had your quarter life crisis at 12. I did. (laughs) Um, As for other books, um, I really like dark academia books. I don't know if that's, it doesn't really qualify as a genre, but I really love books that are set in like the 1930s. I love historical books. Um, Anything set in a school, anything with morally good characters, anything with... um, people wanting to kill each other to get a better position that's Ooh, the stuff gray. i live that's for that we yeah live for. you know if you're looking for a great <laughs> school read 
<laughs> I've got a book for you. Oh dang! <laughs> should I should be the Crave series? Oh my god! Dark Academia. She, she literally told she was reading and she's like, "It's like Twilight, but better." And I'm like, "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> it's just so funny. And you're like, "Yeah, it's Dark Academia. It happens in a school." So I, my dumbass, started reading it. <laughs> And um, let's just say it was not for me. <laughs> the second book in that series was Fire. I could not convince myself to read that Trust. first one. The second book, Fire. It's so big. And I, for what? Where? I read the third book. I got about 100, pa- 100 pages left of the third book. I did not finish it. <laughs> wow. It's just so much exposition. <laughs> you didn't finish the last book? No, there's three coming out this year, though. Wait, I thought it was done. No. There's more? So, yeah, book five. Wait, nope. Book four comes out. Came out. Comes out? I don't know when it came out. I think it comes out in March. Or maybe it came out in February. What? Nope, it came out in February. And then there's another book coming out soon. And then another book at the end of the year. That's insane. I know. I no, I I would refuse to read them. There's some like book series where people are like, could you imagine like your favorite book series? Like I'm in the middle of like from Blood and Ash. Obviously, I have to wait mm-hmm. a year for the next book, etc. Every time a book comes out, but could you imagine if JLA was like, I'm releasing the next three books this year? You I would, would die shit tears. <laughs> <laughs> but JLA is pretty like fast with like releasing books. She does a pretty good job of like every year on the dot. Like, I read The Crown of Gilded Bone last March. Cassie Clare used to be good like that, but yeah. I think she took a break? Maybe. I think so. It's a mental health break? I feel like it's super impressive. Like, both Cassie Clare and JLA have these chunky books, and they, like, were producing every year. That's insane. No, and it's like, yeah, Cassie Clare's books, man, they're just... They're chunky. Chunky boys. Are you? Do you like chunky books, or are you like a... I prefer smaller books. I mean, I literally said I love high fantasy if you see the size of those books. I feel like my sweet spot is 400 pages. I think it depends on the type of book. Mm. Like, if it's high fantasy, give me the chunky boy because Mm. I want the exposition. I want the world building. I want you to give me, like, Mm-hmm. give me the nitty-gritty of the magic system this is so interesting i'm copying this down for my D campaign kind of thing you know but um if it's a ya book and it's more than if it's more than 400 yeah why yeah right like especially if it's going to be a series like um my best example is defy the night by bridget yeah, if it's more than two books it should not be more than 400 pages no like her well like her book was really good i really enjoyed defy the night however it was about four, I'm going to say it was 450-ish. Mm-hmm. I feel like if she tacked on another 100 or 200 pages, it would have been an amazing standalone. Obviously, she's known for these crazy twists and, and stuff I like that. So it. maybe something else is going somewhere else, but just Bridget in that situation. Hmm? Wait, wait, did she write the books that was the Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, Curse okay, Dark yeah, and Lonely. Yeah, yeah. That could be a million authors. Did she write a Beauty and the Beast retelling? What's what's a retelling that you like absolutely are so tired of? Beauty and the Beast. Okay, besides Beauty and the Beast, that's too easy. Oh, um, Hades and Persephone. Mm. Please, Classic please, smut. for the love of God, please make it stop. I asked this question on my bookstagram like months ago, and because like you know Cinderella's overdone, Snow White's overdone. Someone said Romeo and Juliet, and I was no. like, oh. <laughs> hot take i don't feel like snow white's overdone i can't even think of one that had snow white i feel like maybe movies it's overdone movies yeah Yeah. but yeah well snow white was really popular like early 2010s book wise i vividly remember that because i had a ton of those books really yeah okay so with me and reading i was super into reading as a child and then i took a break and then i started reading again when twilight came out and then after I think it was maybe 2015 i stopped reading again mm. and then i got back in when i was around 20 so there are big chunks of book history classic book history that, that i missed. just did not participate in see uh i wasn't really big on reading as a kid but i knew that my parents were and so my mom would get me reading through goosebump books hell yeah and then you know like as twilight twilight really got me into like ya really and ya fantasy and then booktube was the downfall for me. Booktube, Booktube was my whole life. Poland Banana Books, 20, Christine. Yeah. X-Teen yeah. May. Yeah. Oh, I was 
anything she recommended i was like okay i guess i gotta yeah. go get that just so invested in it that like i had this like little like two shelf bookcase that i had stuffed with all my books and i had by that time i had convinced my mom and suddenly this little two shelf bookcase became three bookcases of like six shelves each how many bookshelves do you have now four me too yeah four full billy bookcases and then i have an antique bookshelf with in my bedroom bags. with just paper bags yeah it's it's a problem <laughs> see so like i don't i feel like i didn't have a a bookish gap because no you didn't because I, I feel like you know way more about books than i do especially early books i think like yeah i went from twilight to hush hush to like oh, hush, hush. Yeah, oh classic to like all just all books in that sort of era and then you know actor and etc for me when the twilight books started to become every book mm-hmm. that's when i was like okay i'm done everyone was following the algorithm because it was successful <laughs> yeah because i think i read hush hush and then oh i can never remember the name of the series i think it was called evermore oh my fucking kill god me. i know exactly what you're talking about because i have the first two books on my bookcase kill me kill me i remember that i wanted to read it because i thought it was twilight and then the second book did the twilight thing it and was, I was so like, bad i think it was called blue moon yeah it was <laughs> And I was like, I don't, I, I've already gone through it with Bella and Edward. I'm not doing it with you two. No. What, what is it? That's, I don't know if you can call that a trope. However. Second book syndrome. The second book, not second book syndrome, but the second book where the man steps away from the love interest and it's for the love interest's best interest, but the man chooses it and removes the agency. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Like Twilight did it. Evermore did it. Hush Hush did it. But he went further and, and I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> Because we want you to read those we want books, you to read even though we never finished the series. No, we both. I got halfway through the third book. Yes, yeah, and I was like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> I just got mad. I was so into it too because I was like, "Oh, Patch is different than uh, Twilight Edward." Patch. <laughs> He's like moodier. That was my first like book where it introduced such a major trope, which was like, "I, I have to kill you," and then we're falling in love, kind of thing. Yeah, which isn't a so spoiler; it's on the back of the book. It's so good it's good i don't think i could i want to though i want to try I want to reread that it. series i i have an extra crescendo which is the second book and it was like gifted to me from a friend because she wrecked the first book so i was as for bookstagram i was stripping the pages out of it like the extra copy to use uh-huh. and i was like reading as i was stripping and i was like fuck i gotta reread this book <laughs> it was just so out there it was so outland like i don't know if you how much you remember i don't but remember the plot, a lot from first to fourth book is wild okay i'm gonna give you a book that i think they made a tv show i'm pretty sure it was hush hush but i think i'm wrong no so they wanted to make a tv show and in 2018 i know way too much in 2018 they announced a cast for it but it hasn't been greenlit like it's not going forward as far as i know no there is a trailer on youtube about fallen angels oh you're thinking of fallen okay maybe i read that book too i think i did read it, that book it was is, like it, a blue, is it like a gothic cover yeah, with, with a the girl, girl with a black dress, dress and yeah. she's like covering yeah. her face yeah. oh my god i i read like half of that first book and then i did not continue yeah me too which i think there was also a book called nevermore which was like yeah. a edgar Allan poe thing but the boy the main boy was like this emo guy <laughs> it was like straight up like he was full on emo like he had black hair that was plastered over one eye and i'm Uh, like the books that made us (laughs) (laughs) they're genuinely the books that made us oh my gosh did you you read i'm assuming you read divergent of course yeah did you read all of them i dropped out of insurgent me too i dropped out halfway it was just the first book was so good the first book was so good like genuinely Genuinely. i thought it was even like not better than hunger games because i know ma'am hasn't read it i haven't but go off (laughs) no but i was like this is so interesting like this is actually a really really interesting concept and i didn't mind tris i thought she was cool i mean i i mean things could be said about four (laughs) i'm pretty sure he was an adult i yeah i I don't know i'm sure well i can't remember now if you guys have watched the movie oh yeah um the actor who plays four i love him by the way but he looked old enough to be her uncle she looks that's because i think it also doesn't help that shailene woodley looks so young so young she looks like a child i don't like her (laughs) 
but that's for other reasons <laughs> i don't think i don't you don't like anyone i swear no, to god i like i like a lot of people i just i i just <laughs> there are some people's faces and um their personal choices that uh, really ruin it for me oh my god <laughs> I think I remember Shailene Woodley from American... What was that TV show that she was in? American Horror Story? No, 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 no. I was going to say, she's not in that. No, she's not in that. No, it was like teenage... Oh, oh, The Secret Life of the American Teenager. fucking TV show. What was that? That was like American Degrassi. I was addicted to that show. Just the first season, though, because when she has the baby, it's like, what's the point? I don't know. I don't know. I was. I, I don't know. I mean, you were either an American Teenager fan or you were a Glee fan. Ooh, my family liked Glee because we liked musicals, and then it just started getting way too out of pocket, and we were like, "What the fuck are we watching?" <laughs> Will Schuster is like a nightmare Sussy demon. <laughs> He's your sleep paralysis demon. He's my sleep paralysis demon. I swear to God. <laughs> Mm-mm. Um, I think we should talk about how we got, like, how our love of books really prompted our, like, bookstagram journeys. Oh, yeah. I, fun fact, I tried to start, well, I didn't try. I think I was attempting to start a bookstagram when I was, like, 16. Yeah. Because my handle, which is Ashes Reads, was already, it was already there. I already had it. And I was like, because when I went to make a bookstagram last year, I was like, when did I make this? (laughs) And there was, like, one picture of one book. So I definitely tried to make a bookstagram because yeah. I think booktube was so prominent in my life. Right. But I just, I don't know, the pandemic hit and I was like, I'm reading a fuck ton. Why, like, why, why not just do this? Cause like I was on book talk and I was like, this is so much fun. And I like watching their videos. What if I made my own? Like, what if I took myself out of my Wasn't shell? Wasn't it reading after, after reading Crown of Gilded Bones that you were like, I need to talk about this. Mm, no, I hadn't. Uh, f- Instagram got me on from Blood and Ash. Oh, really? It was my first review, though. Right, right, right. I think it was right, my right. first post, even, honestly, maybe. But I was on BookTube, BookTube, BookTalk first. Were you? Yeah. Damn. Because yeah. I remember you, like, shame came out to me. I did, because <laughs> I haven't told anyone. Like, I don't tell people that I have a bookstagram. I don't tell them I have a book talk. I haven't told them I have a podcast. They just find it. It's a fucking joy when, like, my friends are like, hey, found your bookstagram. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, like you make content for... Was I the first person you told? Other than Nick? Other than Nick. Other than, like, my parents? Yes. Damn. <laughs> and you, like, yeah. It was, like, a shame thing, too. I was, like, I was hoping that you would just kind but of I brush over it. But I didn't even take it. the shit out. I didn't even take the piss out of you. No. I was just, like, that's really cool. And then you did it. <laughs> yeah, and then I did it, and I regretted it. Yeah. So I, I started because she started. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, that seems like fun. I like to take pictures of books. I'm like really, like, Be as I said, whore yeah. for aesthetics. So I was like, oh, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> it just got really involved. I just got really involved really quickly. Yeah. And like, I met some questionable people <laughs> on this platform. <laughs> we shall not go into that, but... Um, yeah, it just got to be too much for me, and I felt like it was a lot of pressure, and the pressure was from no one but myself. Mm -hmm. So I deactivated the account and I regret it so badly now because I tried to get it back and it says the account doesn't exist. And I was 2000 followers just gone. And I think that's like, like bookstagram and book talk are great, but it's a struggle to know when to step back. I find. Yeah. Like there's days like where I'm super busy and I don't post and I'm like, Oh man, cause I post Monday to Friday. I don't post on the weekends though and we used to we used to though we post seven days a week and there's some people that do and like good for them yeah especially if they're building i really a respect brand. that ethic but like if it's just for fun i like i had to learn like i was like the follower count doesn't matter the like count doesn't matter the comments don't matter my how aesthetic my post is doesn't matter no we're just sharing bookish content and we're happy to do that yeah that's exactly. what it has to be which is why i, I came back recently yeah and I'm just like, I need to, like, I keep trying to remind myself because I only have like one, 20 followers now, <laughs> which is fine. Like, again, it's not a big deal. And I need to remind myself that like, oh, you don't need to make stories. You don't need to try and boost engagement. You mm-hmm. don't need to do all of that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't. You're just sharing things you like and just do that and just enjoy it. Yeah. And if you get a discourse out of that or if you make friends, like, that's cool. It's all the better. Yeah. I had to like set myself rules. Like I had to like be like, okay, at 9am I post 
And after I post, I'll add the hashtags to the post. I will add it to my story and I will share my friends' posts. Yeah. But I try to keep it to only my friends and the people that like, you know, the mutuals that I've made. Yes. And the friends that I've made on Bookstagram. And then I'm off of it for the day. No, I got sucked into like engagement groups. Yeah, no. Like I didn't even want to be part of it. But like I had been friends with someone who made an engagement group and she's just like, oh, well, like you, you should join. Like you really need to do it. And I'm like, oh my God. And I was sharing like mm-hmm. 20 people's posts people i don't even talk you to had, yeah your stories were crazy yeah it's so many posts you were sharing i was like how do you know this many people <laughs> i didn't know most of them uh, some of them were really nice but like again it was just so much work mm-hmm. and like having to engage with their content having to comment because it's like it looks bad that mm-hmm. they're doing this and then you're not doing it yeah. and it became this whole like you scratch my back i'll scratch your back yeah and it was just it was way too much for me to deal with yeah i had to remember like I, I want to share people's posts not because I expect them to share back, but I'm sharing people's posts because I genuinely like them as a person. I want to see them grow. I like what they've shared. Yeah. It's a tough line across, especially when you're like starting out. Because like neither of us outside of Bookstagram are really big on social media. No. Like I post like maybe twice a year on my personal account <laughs> and like you, you don't ever post no. either. So like for us to get on Bookstagram was like a whole other ballpark. Yeah. Because we were suddenly so obsessive about it. Because so obsessive. We hadn't really been social media people. Well, yeah. I, I, like, this is a bit of a PSA for yeah. those who are thinking about getting a bookstagram. Like, I will have more negative opinions than Ashley does yeah. because I just had more negative experience because mm-hmm. I really pushed myself. But, like, be very aware that <laughs> the people you meet online, you know, remember that you met them online. You don't know them. <laughs> Um, but also don't, don't get obsessed with the numbers. Don't, don't fall into the Instagram prey like mindset because remember you're just making this platform a bunch of money and you're not getting anything for it unless you have sponsors and all that stuff. But when you're starting out, it is for fun. Let it be for fun. Don't get obsessed with the numbers. Don't be like, oh my God, well, like sharing gets my engagement up and and I need to share other people's posts and I need to save this and I need to do that and blah, blah, blah. And then get upset when like people follow for follow or any of those things. It's it's a whole it's a whole thing. And if you're going into Bookstagram or BookTok or any of that, you should be going in because you want to talk about books and you want it like and you don't need to be obsessed with the aesthetic either literally take a picture of a book outside or yeah. against a wall and there's, talk about yeah, it there's people who are like super successful on bookstagram and they don't have a theme they just take a picture of their book wherever they go yeah and that's like super great yeah but at the end of the day like i do it now i can t- i continue to do it like after you stopped because i was like i enjoy sharing the books i enjoy hearing people's opinions i like the friends that i've made and i was happy doing it but because you didn't get too deep no i didn't get too deep i stayed surface level Mm -hmm. because i don't want to dive down and get stuck in it no like i want to be able to enjoy my weekend without being like oh my god how is my post doing today and like you know I just yeah, cause it, and that's something that like genuinely is true like mm-hmm. i we used to get depressed yeah especially because the algorithm on instagram and even tick especially tiktok right it's now just, yeah it can be very frustrating and you don't know what you're doing wrong and it's you're not doing anything wrong no. it's just what instagram and tiktok choose to push yeah and that's unfortunate and it can really get you down yeah because like sometimes your posts would do like thousands of likes and yep. then sometimes it's like a hundred and like, you're like what I have, what did i do i know i have so right now on instagram i have 3200 followers my i average likes wise on my posts like 200 because that's instagram, bad man i know because they don't show and some days like instagram's like here's like 2000 likes and i'm like thanks but most of the time it's not showing my followers my post and that's like it's so frustrating. frustrating it's frustrating but i have to be like ah well yeah and we both needed to like really take a step back and be like it doesn't matter no at the end of the there's day there's nothing we can do about it no at the end of the day i was like you know what if my the, the mutuals that i'm friends with see my post and i get to see theirs that's all i care about exactly i just want to support them i want to hear their opinions i want to talk to them and if instagram says i'm not going to show this to all your followers that's fine that's fine <laughs> yeah exactly like same thing with the podcast like yep. this is just for us to get Chat. it out of our system <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i think i think we should definitely not see social media as a all-consuming all 
being. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, let's go into a quick rapid-fire game of this or that, just so you guys get to know, like, what we're really into. I'm All terrible right? at this or that. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Okay, first, let's go fantasy or sci-fi? Fantasy. Fantasy. Movies or TV? TV. TV. Romance or mystery? Mm. Mystery. Mystery. Hero or villain? Villain. Villain. Um, standalone or series? Series standalone really yeah even though i went into this whole like thing about i love high fantasy i i, I think a quick standalone is a good palate cleanser i do too yeah all right um single pov or multiple that's a really hard one i think it depends but I'm i like multiple i'm gonna say single really because too often there is a pov at least one or two like a point of view that i just don't care about and it just it's a lull and then I'm less likely to enjoy the I book. I think if you're going to do multiple POV, like how Lee Bardugo does it, that like it's necessary to see it from someone's point of view. That you're like, you shouldn't be seeing it from this person's point of view because then you would like, it would unravel the whole plot. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but I understand where you're coming from. There's just some books that are just way too many points of view. And I'm like, Most please. fantasy books. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you like first person or third person when it's written? That's also hard third person i think third as well yeah because sometimes first person can get really whiny it can also just get i don't know i don't repetitive. know how to describe it repetitive no definitely yeah um it can get it can be too much of an insight into yeah. like a character's mindset for just sure a little too deep a little too deep a little too much info <laughs> <laughs> um how about audiobooks or physical books physical books physical books yeah i can't I, I, my ADHD is bad. I can't focus on an audiobook most no, of the time. No, I see, like, I think I'm the complete opposite. Like, I need to be doing something else. Interesting. Or I'll get bored. Interesting. Yeah, so I'll have an audiobook going at, like, three times the speed. <laughs> and I'll be doing something else. Like, I'll be embroidering or I'll be doing work or That's smart. whatever. Yeah. I, I listen to audiobooks when I'm working or when I'm, like, playing video games is a good one. Yeah. I, no, see, I can't do video games really? and audiobooks because my... I don't know. I feel like my brain's too concentrated on playing video It's good video for, game. like, Mario Kart and Animal Crossing. Yes. But I feel like you get into, like, Zelda. You get into Witcher. And I then... play Skyrim a lot, so... Yeah. So then it's not really... No, it's not good. Um, graphic novels or comic books? Comic books. I like graphic novels. I like... There's, like, some really good graphic novels out there. I haven't read a graphic novel. Ever. I will give you some recommendations. Please do. <laughs> Um, fiction or nonfiction? Fiction. I think both have their merits. Are you a nonfiction person? I like nonfiction, yeah. Nah. I, I really love history books, and I uh, love, like, when people do, like, deep dives on stuff. Mm. Yeah. I feel like I'm just too fresh out of college. That's, yeah, that is true. I feel like that that's why you don't, like, really, really, like, super thought-provoking stuff, because you're like, I don't want yeah. analysis. I just want to, I'm reading to escape. <laughs> If you give me something I have to think about, I'm going to make frickin' lose it. <laughs> I'm going to make frickin' lose it. <laughs> um, do you like to read one book at a time, or do you like having multiple going at the same time? Multiple. Same. But again, I have bad ADHD, so I forget <laughs> which one I'm reading at the time. You're also, like, a huge mood reader. I am. Yeah. Like, I currently have five books going right now. Really? Yeah. What are they? Uh, I'm reading Steel Striker uh, by Marie Lu. Uh-huh. I'm reading The Hobbit. I'm reading... You'll never finish reading The Hobbit. <laughs> I'll never finish reading I'm reading These Violent Delights. I'm reading an arc that I received. And I'm reading The Poppy War. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what am I feeling today? Yeah. I Because I can't, like... The Poppy War is great. It's just too long. Like, it's just too... Well, not too long. Too long is a bad way to say it. It's just so much information. And it's great. Like, but it's I can't... It's like high fantasy. Yeah. I can't yeah. tolerate it for that long. So I have to read a couple chapters, put it down read some steel striker but then with steel strikers too much and i want something a little bit more classic then i'm like okay the hobbit but then if i'm like oh man i gotta get this arc read so then i'm like reading the arc but then damn. i'm like oh damn i need some enemies to love her so i'm like here's some of these violent delights <laughs> <laughs> i i I, th I don't think i can have more than three books going at the same time i'm reading guild mm -hmm. <laughs> um, by raven kennedy Wait, oh is yeah it the audio i know book? are you reading the audiobook um <laughs> you're crackhead dude <laughs> like for those who love this book please keep loving this book this is this is a me problem this is not a you problem <laughs> i 
cannot read spicy books. Like, the moment they get way too spicy, I'm just like, I'm out. (laughs) I just... (laughs) And I know the whole point of that book is that that it's spicy. I know. I just... (sighs) You do it to yourself, too. I do do it to myself. I I just read these, like reviews and everyone's just like oh my god i love them and i'm like i want to love them too (laughs) i get hard fomo oh my god (laughs) and then i'm also reading um we free the stars which oh i have to get back into that book if you love lyrical writing if you love beautiful fantasy stories if you love enemies to lovers done correctly If you want, like, your heart to be broken and then gently put back together and then broken and then put back together beautifully with gentle hands, please read We Hunt the Flame. Like, please read it. It's so fucking amazing. I'm in love with this book. I've never heard anyone describe a book that way, but it was great. (laughs) Um, And then I'm also reading... um, people we meet on vacation how are you liking that because that's not uh, like up your alley no it's not my um, up my alley but i I actually really like it nice yeah see like see i can do romance it's just it needs to be kind of funny Mm. yeah like rom-com vibes i'm into that are you having a good reading year so far so far yeah i've read eight books in in january i read eight books i read four (laughs) i'm so surprised by myself i i feel like the start of the year for me is always shitty reading wise like i get distracted it's always the end for me yeah really it's at the end where i'm like i want to meet my goal so i just start like ingesting a book a day without fail no at the end because it's like it's the holiday season Mm -hmm. and i'm just so busy that i'm just like ah fuck it i don't care it's also seasonal depression oh that too (laughs) see december i fall off the bandwagon but in november i'll read like a bajillion books to catch up (laughs) books that are like 25 pages and you're like it counts (laughs) it counts (laughs) do you count audiobooks yes as a book read yeah so do i audiobooks are reading there's an argument where like if you haven't physically read the book it doesn't count which i don't agree with i think that's ableist it is yeah percent that's no it um i read this article that was talking about audiobooks and it was like at the end of the day why are they asking you that question yeah why are they saying do audiobooks really matter because you read the book yeah what's the point of the question (laughs) that's that yeah that's really ridiculous yeah i don't no i don't like that no (laughs) any any sort of reading is reading whether if it's being read to you or you are reading it yourself or you are reading it on a kindle or you are i don't know do. <laughs> went to a magical land and a caterpillar tells you magically what happened in this book and it like it's transferred through your consciousness that'd be sick <laughs> <laughs> you read it you read it all right and that's our show so don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel um chaotically bookish for filmed podcasts hopefully we get to that at one point <laughs> and for future lives um also be sure to rate us and follow us on instagram at chaotically bookish podcast um you can find ashley on instagram and tiktok by at ashes reads and you can find me on tiktok and on instagram by at many weathered pages i think we both also have goodreads if you want to follow us i think it's the same handle many weathered pages for me and for ashley it's at ashes reads um you want to contribute to our show send us some funny stories book recs um more or anything else you want to send us you can send it to our email it will be linked in the description um stay safe enjoy a good book and we'll see you next wednesday guys thanks thanks guys bye